Well, hello, loves. I have missed you. I missed not being here last week. Um, I really wanted to usher in on the 1st of February, which was a master number 11 day. I wanted to usher in this new month, this 29 day month. Um, obviously, it's a leap year, so we get this extra day out of time. So what are you doing on the 29th of February? Um, I've got something really great booked in, which is going to help me with my future and my business. So I like to do really sort of, you know, things for myself um, on these days out of time. Obviously, we've got two this year because we've got the 29th of February and we've also got the 25th of July, which is the main day out of time, Garnet Day. So I am here to just say hi. <laughs> I'm so excited to be here. Um, this energy is electric, um, isn't it? It's just electric. But yes, as I was saying, I did want to come on last week, but I have started this parasite cleansy gut cleanse. I don't like calling it a parasite cleanse anymore because I'm sort of saying it to like people at the gym and stuff. And then they're just looking at me like I'm literally contagious with something. So let's just call it a cleanse. Um, I'm on this parasite cleanse and I just did it again. Oh my God, this is so funny. Um, and so it just wiped me out last week. I did this last year um, and felt really amazing pretty much the whole way through bar a couple of days, whereas last week, oh my goodness, like I was, I had to reschedule my entire week, which isn't optimal when you're nearly fully booked for the year. Well, pretty much I am fully booked for the year now, because if you hadn't already seen, I was interviewed on the Darling Shine podcast. Um which was just a hoot because the girls are fun loving and new to astrology. And so it was all just, you know, a roller coaster ride. Um, but that has, you know, influxed uh, hundreds of people into my inbox and onto my Instagram and hopefully here too, you know, hopefully you are new to my podcast. And if you are welcome, welcome to our astro community. Um, happy to have you here. So that was, that was a hoot. That was a roller coasting hoot of a ride. Um, if you get a chance, check it out. Um, if you're up for a laugh and, and so, yeah, it's just been a huge, huge week. Uh, that was released a couple of days ago. So I've just been like, you know, responding to emails and there's just been a lot going on. It's very electric. If you're not already feeling that, uh, we are in Aquarius season, Aquarius season uh, on steroids. You know, this is our first Aquarius season with Pluto here. And yeah, when the first came around last week, I was like, oh, I really want to do my podcast and say happy February. But here we are, you know, a few, a week later um, and I'm here holding, holding. So I'm all dosed up, like I'm covered in all of my ritual oils, Mercury and Gemini, my Thema Mundi oil. I've been drinking um, monoatomic gold almost from my beautiful friend, Danny at the Yantra Lab. Um, because I'm on the cleanse, I can't have any sort of alcohol or sugar, obviously. Um, but I was missing taking my, you know, taking my potions and, and doing all of my things. And so I can take this in water, um, pure white, uh, monatomic, monoatomic, um, almost gold, almost. And it's just amazing. So I'm going to have it every single day and already, yeah, it's just, I mean, I feel like there's just, especially if you are a Taurus, like because Uranus is in Taurus and we're in Aquarius season and Uranus, the, the planet of 
change and liberation and awakening and revealing and healing and um, eccentricities and inventions. Like, you know, this is like inspiration. Like this is like lightning. So just think of Uranus as like a lightning bolt coming down through the crown chakra. I mean, when you look at Aquarius and the the symbol of Aquarius it is the water bearer and often people think that Aquarius is a water sign but it couldn't be further from a water sign if there was a you know it's one of the ones that is definitely not a water sign and um, the water bearer is you know all of the information from the universe being poured into the crown chakra. So we think Uranus is the modern day ruler of Aquarius and it is the lightning strike. This is Uranus. This is the sky god. So here we are in Aquarius season on steroids. Okay, so it's our first Aquarius season in our entire lives. So just sort of put that into perspective, whether you're 5, 50, 80, 30, we have never had Pluto, Lord of the Underworld, in Aquarius in an Aquarius season in our lifetime, unless you are 250 years old, which of course souls are, but like human physical, no. So we've got that. Mercury is also in Aquarius. So, you know, our minds are hopefully you're having some big visions and some big picture stuff come through. Like this is futuristic stuff. Okay. We've got the new moon in Aquarius tomorrow on the 10th. Um... So I'm going to be talking about that and prepping you for that. Mars enters Aquarius on the 13th of, of February and then Venus on the 17th. Okay, so we're going to pretty much have like 50% of the sky in Aquarius. This is a big Aquarius season. And if you are a Taurus, because Uranus, the ruler of this Aquarius season is in Taurus, you might be feeling like me, like I'm actually not sleeping a lot. Um, firstly, first world problems, my air conditioner shit itself uh, four or five nights ago. I haven't slept without the aircon on for like 10 years. And I'm not talking in winter. Of course, I don't sleep with it on in winter. But if you're in Brisbane, it is hot and muggy as fuck. And I can't deal. I cannot deal. I am a sweaty hot mess constantly. I'm having showers at fucking midnight because I can't sleep. So it's been a time, you know, it has been a time. Anyway, like that, that has been going on. Um, I actually don't know why I was telling you that. Now I've lost that little train of thought because my mind is just like zing, 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 zing. Okay. I just already need another little drinky. Mm. Because I've literally just come off. I've literally just jumped off a podcast that someone just interviewed me on for an hour and she's going to release that over the weekend. And she's this beautiful embodied Capricorn woman, double Capricorn with a cancer rising. And she's just a delight. She's just divine. She's going to um, upload that. And we had some beautiful chats about this year and just lots of, lots of yummy things. Um, But yes, that's what I was saying. So I'm not sleeping. (laughs) And so maybe you like me are feeling not even so wired but not tired you know like there's just this energy there's this palpitation going through the physical vessel remember Taurus is the most out of all 12 archetypes the most physical okay it's in the physical body it is a fixed earth sign so it feels things on that heavy plodding in the cells in the bones level yeah so with you for this Aquarius season for us like I don't know about you like you know, shout out if you're experiencing this as well, but holy shit balls, like 
I am electric. It is just like zingy. It is palpable. I've got like all this energy and we're really, you know, setting up a huge, you know, big future. What we're doing is futuristic right now. Okay. So we are, the future is now. Okay. If you haven't already checked out my, again, as I'm always going to take you there, check out my Instagram, of course, um, because ultimately, um, ultimately I've already, you know, I always post, sorry, I was just losing my train of thought there because I've got messages coming in on my phone and I'm recording, so I can't check them. I can't reply. And here I am locked into the podcast. It doesn't even matter, but yeah, it's just distracted me. Hello. Hello. Welcome to my life. Um, so if, um, if, yeah, if, you know, Obviously, I always write a new and full moon post every two weeks. So you can always go and check out the words there. But, you know, this is around the future is now. This is around what you are seeding now and feeling. This isn't just about like, oh, the new moon in Aquarius. Like, let's just set up the next cycle. It's like, "Mm, this is bigger than that. You know, where are you going to be in five years, 10 years? And this isn't about control or having to go, this has to happen. This is about sort of really tuning into the world as we know it, completely changing. So, you know, I said in my post, often, you know, there's this thing that goes around that says evolve or repeat. And it's just like, yeah, that's sort of, that's true. You know, you evolve or you repeat the lesson, you evolve, you evolve or you repeat the lesson, you evolve or you repeat the lesson, you know, it gets tedious, right? It gets boring. Um, whatever you try and close and not deal with, it will show up in some area of your life. You cannot run from the truth. You cannot run from who you really are. It doesn't matter how much uh, makeup or injections or it doesn't matter how much things you do to your physical body, the things that you say, you can actually never run from the truth, right? And so that is the whole Pluto, you know, it's it's that face the truth or the truth will destroy you and we know that the, the the truth destroys many people because they cannot face it so now we've moved beyond evolve or repeat and we've moved to evolve or decay evolve or die evolve or be left behind because the world is changing and what we are in right now in the 2020s is a whole decade of in the transition you know this decade will be spoken about in history Um, I just said this on the podcast I was being interviewed in probably not history books in history chips you know the chips that'll be probably like into people's brains by by that point you know this is the time where things are changing and that was always going to happen because of what happened in 2020 you know this is it there is pre-2020 and post-2020 that is how we we are that is how we will always refer to life as we know it, yeah? So we are now in this transition. So that not many people can say that when they've actually been in the time of a transition, when things are really shifting over into something different. I mean, Pluto in Aquarius has already seen friggin' those goggle things come out and now people are what? Like they're watching things and oh my goodness, like you will not catch me with those goggles on. Thank you. I'd rather just be present and look at life and look at trees and nature and not have a gazillion things. I mean, I don't even have one of those watch things and people are so just staring at their watches because they're getting notifications. They're getting all this. They're doing all this shit on their watch. No, thank you. I will not have a watch. Tell me what to do to start with. Don't tell me to move. Fuck with. Do not fucking tell me to move. You fuck with. Okay. 
I do not need someone to tell me what to do. Thank you very much. <laughs> that is not happening. So I am not going to wear some fucking goggles, you know. And, and this is the thing. There's, a, there, there's also an acceptance that, yeah, this is what's happening. I mean, Pluto is in Aquarius. We are going to see the weirdest shit that we have ever seen in our lives. You know, I've, already, I've seen that much stuff. I mean, and this is the thing, whether it's true or not, like you've got to question everything that you see online and really be extremely discerning. Now, whilst the spiritual industry is like, heart, heart, you know, if it's meant for me, it'll be, and heart, heart, heart. Yes, absolutely. If you are really listening and tuning into your intuition, your heart, and embodying things, absolutely, you go there. But when you cut your head off, you are dumb, you know, <laughs> like you need discernment. You need to stay curious. You need intellectual you need to be intellectual. You need to have common sense. You know, people get sucked into these weird scams. I'm like, how could you not know that that's a scam? Like, to me, it's just the strangest thing to be sucked into anything. It's just never happened to me because I am a highly cerebral, discerning person. And these are the times that we are moving into, my friends. You know, we aren't just moving into like, yeah, just float around and hope that everything will, you know, be okay. It's like, no, we need to be discerning. What we're seeing online is getting over the next 18 months will get will get less and less and less real so watch who you're following you know these new accounts that might come up with and they're all astrologers or healers or you know business people whatever it is i mean even famous people have admitted that they've got like these fake accounts that just a computer computer generates and they get all like it, it's it's all their stuff but it's not even them but they're okay with it I mean, I've seen people are now marrying holograms, you know, like they're going to marry a hologram, like the physical, nothing ever takes away from physical touch, connection, heart to heart, hand to hand, third eye kisses, you know, staring at the person that you love, holding them, touching them, nothing will ever replace that. And I know that there's robots being made for be companions for those lonely people, all the things. But the thing is, is that whilst that's happening, the lonelier will get lonelier, you know, and and it's just a matter of there is a, an element of yes, accepting that we can't, you know, that this is happening, like this is unfolding. We will not recognize what's going on in the next 20 years. So put yourself 20 years from now, 20 years from now, I'm going to be 62 Okay, I'm going to be 62 years old. Holy shit, that's weird to say. It's just a number. But the thing is, is it's just like, what, what is going to be transpired at 62? If we go back, you know, when we were young and our grandparents were 60 or whatever, it was just like, they were like, oh my God, you know, so much has changed. But look at, look at actually what's going on for us. We are in this uncharted terrain and I am speaking heavily into a lot of things. Atlantis to start with. Atlantis is returning. Um, obviously, it's always been hidden in plain sight. I'm not denying that. But I did do a post on my Instagram and Facebook on Atlantis. Check it out if you want to have a little bit of a read of that. If that's not for you, that's okay. Move along. You don't need to comment or say anything. Just, you know, just scroll right along. Um, but the thing is, is that Atlantis is returning and we're going to be going back for the people that haven't been using all of the tools, the sacred medicine of Atlantis. That's all coming. That's all, that's all rising back. So I've got like this beautiful, juicy masterclass in Pisces season that I want to take everyone through. 
Um, it's just going to be, you know, casual but beautiful and intense because it's going to be in Pisces season and I want to be deep in the waters with Poseidon because um, he's got a big role to play in Atlantis Rising. And, um, yeah, really interesting, uh, you know, the Atlantis asteroid. You can see where the Atlantis asteroid is. Um, in your own chart for me it's conjunct my ascendant of course can't make that shit up and so it's a it's a strong point for me to be for me to be talking about and I'm gonna yeah share stuff around Pluto because Pluto's the big transformer at the moment who's really initiating and activating a lot of this uh this change as well obviously Pluto and Aquarius we're moving into that era of air there's just there's so much loves there is so much so you know, as you can tell, I've missed you. I've missed you, darlings. Um, and let's get into this week. Let's get into what's happening this week. Um, so I want to prep you. Ultimately, we have just had the Venus gate with the on the 8th um, of February, which was Venus and the moon coming together in the morning um, at 19 degrees of Capricorn. So this is activating the gate of the sacral chakra. And for me, this just feels like creative and sexual power. So for the next month, you know, really tapping into your sacral chakra. Maybe you're doing a cleanse, right? Maybe you're working the womb. Yeah. Maybe you will do some womb massage. Maybe, you know, you're doing some more sexual exploration. Maybe you're creating something. Maybe you're feeling really like lubed up to create something magical. Maybe it's about you stepping in to these desires, you know, Remember that our our sacral chakra is that 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 sexual that sexual uh, energy field that source because it's it's where our desires come from and you know maybe you're a woman who suppresses her sexual desires um, you know and and maybe you can actually work with the with the morning star of Venus because remember the morning star of Venus is Yang. Remember, like we're moving, so she's getting lower and lower. So again, I'll come in next month and she'll be at the base chakra and then she's going to go into the underworld and then she will re be, be reborn as the evening star and you'll be able to go and watch her be uh, in the evening, right? And so the Venus gates will then be coming back up the chakras, right? So it's, it's this beautiful dance that she does with the moon. Um, but when she's rising, when she's with the sun as the morning star, it's a lot more yang. So maybe you're feeling, you know, maybe with this Venus morning star, you've been feeling more fire as a woman. You've been feeling a little bit more edgy. You've been taking more risks or taking more chances or, you know, making the first move. And now that we're in the sacral chakra of this Venus gate, like maybe this is a time for you to, you know, really tap into your desires and they could be creative or sexual. It doesn't matter. Not, it's not, it doesn't have to be one or the other. It can be both. But if you have been sort of suppressing any, uh, you know, sexual desires with your, 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 your loved one, your partner, your intimate, you know, your marriage, where, whoever you're wanting to explore that with, you know, this could be a time of really like going, but I, my desires aren't being met. And so how can they be met? Um, you know, it's happening in Capricorn. So it's a very grounded, responsible place for this Venus gate to be happening. You know, you can have some lovely um, connections with your, your, your intimate partner with Venus in uh, the, the, the Capricorn um, Venus gate because it's realistic. It's about taking responsibility. It's about sort of seeing things for as they truly are. And, you know, being realistic 
you know, keeps you super grounded. You know, it's very easy to have all of these expectations. But um, I would say watch that, especially as we move into next week, which is, of course, you know, the big V day, the big Valentine's Day um, in Aquarius season, which makes absolutely no sense um, because uh, that's not a sign of love. Let's just fucking, you know, that's unfortunately that's the archetype uh you don't think when you think of love you're not thinking of the sign of Aquarius you know that's just what it is but next week even more so because we're going to have Mars conjunct Pluto over on Valentine's Day um and wow you know it could be you know sexy as fuck or angry as fuck you know that's completely up to you however you want that to unfold but uh Mars who is a malefic planet is hitting Pluto for the first time in two years and not only the first time in two years, but the first time in Pluto, um, in, in a, that Pluto has been in Aquarius at the anoretic and karmic degree of zero, zero degrees. This is an imprint. We are having all of the inner planets imprint onto Pluto one after another to show us the way that we're thinking in our communication. So obviously, you, you know, we're in that now. Mercury has already moved into Aquarius, hit that zero, zero Pluto mark karmic mark making an imprint of our thoughts our visions you know I don't know about you but I'm thinking big picture stuff like um it's it's pretty wild like it's like this is gonna happen you know the it's like all of this new stuff is there it's palpitating on a quantum level in those different realities you know it's the multiverse right and it's just the the physical vessel really catching up with that um now Mars is going to hit the zero zero and then Venus comes in and hits it so we're going to have all three inner planets hit all planets the moon as well so we're actually getting a full imprint of what you know a setup for this next two decades which seems like oh that seems pretty big but it's like but it is big that's because it is big and I'm you know I I really implore you to pay attention this month in Aquarius season because there is a lot of signs and signals of what's going to be playing out for you over the next 20 years yeah um check out what house Aquarius is for you this is the house that is getting a makeover and a rebirth and this is where all of this plethora of energy is at the moment it is a lot of energy okay so um the new moon in Aquarius happens at 20 degrees on the 10th of February uh, which is a Saturday here in Australia at 9 a.m and this is a really really karmic new moon as well so a of course it's, it, it ushers in the the Chinese lunar year we've also we've already had the Chinese solar year so the, the year of the dragon has actually already begun it begins on the solar year and I was taught this by my Chinese astrologer friend and so now when you know better you do better right you don't keep trying to force what you've always done you go oh okay now I know that the Chinese new year is going to start on the solar year but of course if the china you know like sometimes the lunar year begins before the solar year so at this point it's it, you know it's always you know the 4th of february is the chinese solar year so we've already had this you know the crossing crossing the threshold but of course it's going to feel a little bit different too because I also work with the moons and the moon was still waning on the fourth, you know, it's still completing its cycle. It was still releasing and purging. And now tomorrow, this, this lunar, you know, the lunar Chinese year um, is the brand new moon. You know, this is, this is how the lunar uh, 
this is how the Chinese years work, you know, based on moon cycles. So we've got this Chinese, you know, ushering in the Chinese Lunar New Year. The moon in Aquarius is trine the north node which means it's making a happy aspect to our destiny point and where we're going this is all around tapping into your future i you know i'm going to say future a lot here this is future selves future ideas future plans and again even if you haven't embodied that yet i'm sure i don't know if you're like me you're just seeing some big stuff maybe in your own life play out it's sort of just like a flash screen at the moment it's sort of like you know when the aliens (laughs) hello very aquarian and if you have not read Shirley MacLaine's book, um, Saging While Aging, she talks about this a lot. Um, yeah, God, I read that in my 20s. Wild, so cool. Anyway, so it, it's, it's when the aliens show you your life in like a movie screen. Okay, so that's sort of what's happening at the moment. Like lots of stuff is being revealed, like we're pressing play. Oh, it's a slideshow, right? Like it's a slideshow of like, oh, this and this and this and this. And it's pretty incredible. I don't know about what's what your slideshow's showing, but mine's pretty rad. And this, the fact that the new moon makes this aspect to the nodes of karma, so the south node, um, it makes a happy aspect to the south node and a happy aspect to the north node, really shows that we are creating our future now. And where do you want to be in 20 years? You know, that is the big question. What do you want your life to look like in 20 years? Um, you know, for some people, they're striving for something that might be unattainable. You know, some people are still caught up in that whole wealth fucking system, which is super boring. Um, oh, wealth, wealth, I'm a fucking wealthy person. Like, ugh, like just seriously, like if that's your goal, yeah, you you know, it's going to be very interesting to see how that falls. You know, we're, we're thinking something bigger than just you earning money here. You know, this is a, this sort of the leg, you know, Aquarius rules the 11th house of legacy like of what you are like nearly like what you are leaving in the different way to the 8th house of what you're leaving behind but what you're leaving like what's your bigger picture moment you know where are you heading and how does that affect the world around you so is what you're doing contributing or contaminating to the collective consciousness I mean that is the Aquarius energy and if your goals are always constantly just you know, self-perpetuating and what you need to do and you need to be, well, you know, it's going to be a very interesting journey for you. And ultimately, I think that, you know, since 2020, things have changed dramatically. And, you know, hopefully people are, you know, their priorities are changing. You know, it's not so much about doing and having maybe material things, but it's about family and connections and, Um, I don't know, spending more quality time with people that you love before they die. You know, I know that sounds morbid, but that's the truth. Like we are all going to die. We are all terminally ill right now at this point. We're terminal because we don't know if we're going to die today or tomorrow or in a year or 10 or 20. We don't. So that to me is a terminal illness. Like we, we are all terminally ill. No one knows. And life is precious and life is fragile and life is brutal and life is beautiful. So literally live your life. You know, this is the invitation to live. Live your life. This is no dress rehearsal. This is the time to do it. And this new moon is like a fucking power station activator for this. 
this is the new moon I would ritual on because I don't need to ritual every new moon. It's, it's actually not required or necessary, especially if you're doing other work. But the thing is, is that this one, I will be writing some stuff down. Yeah. Um, it's already there. I've already, it's already actually been coming through like so much anyway, but I will, I will get some, you know, I'll think it and ink it. Um, so definitely because the new moon is connected to the nodes of fate, Dharma and karma, where, you know, this is, this is a big, you know, it's big, it's big. And then it's square Uranus. Uranus, remember I said, is the ruler of this new moon. So it's squaring, it's, you know, it's squaring the ruler of this new moon who's in Taurus, which is around anchoring these desires. Like we cannot just think everything. We need to actually move it into being. We need to ground it and, 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 and you know, materialize it by whether that's fire or action or you know writing or whatever that is we you know discipline you know I want to speak a little bit into discipline because what you know what people hear is that discipline is like this authority and this hard thing but actually discipline the word discipline the word disciple comes from discipline right so for me this is around can you become the dis- the disciple of devotion so ultimately to be disciplined or to be a disciple is to be devoted to something so you know there is this sort of energy around devotion and and you know and as we move into the era of air you know we're about to move in you know we've got pluto in uh, pluto in aquarius uranus is going to move into gemini and then saturn and neptune are going to move into aries there's something, you know, there is an inherent yang energy with the fire and the water, um, the fire and the air, sorry, sorry, I said water, I meant air, fire and air, a yang, we're, we're moving out of this yin receptive, you know, like, oh, flowy and just like, you know, and, and not that I'm saying we're not, we're always going to live from the heart, like that is just like prime real estate, like the heart and the body knows everything, to be honest, it actually knows everything. But we're now moving into the era of air where we have to be questioning things and we have to not just go, oh, okay then, because, you know, everyone eats lies when they're hungry, right? Like this is a time of being very, very discerning with what you're listening to, the misinformation, all those sorts of things. And, and, and so with all of these outer planets, you know, shifting over the next few years, Oh my God, like I can't even tell you how frothy I am as an astrologer that these times are coming, but how huge it is. So that's why discipline is essential. Discipline is needed. So for me, a part of my mantra this year is that I am a disciple of what I'm devoted to, like a disciple of devotion. So things that I know that might be hard, you know, we know that we can do hard things, but things that might need extra commitment, things that need extra push. Um, you know, when, when it's easy to fall back into old ways because something didn't go right that week or that day, oh, I'm just going to do this now. No, it's, you know, we're being asked to not hold on to the past, but to move into the future. And anyone who's still looping the same stories, you know, the people that are still talking about something that happened to them five years ago, 10 years ago, or even one year ago, oh, this person, this and this, and they're constantly caught up in that. It's going to be very hard for them as we move forward. So this is around really cutting, you know, using, using Mars in Aquarius over the next six weeks to cut away old mental habits and loops and stories that keep you stagnant and stuck in the old paradigm. Like I said, it is evolve or decay. This isn't even repeat anymore. It's just like, 
like the tree is growing or it's stopped growing and then things begin to die on that tree right like this is life now this is life now um so this new moon i can't tell you i'm very excited about it if you can't tell the square to uranus obviously just makes it you know as usual we all say the same thing it's unpredictable you know but it's it is asking you to think outside of the box and something that i wrote in my full moon piece on instagram was right write down what's impossible you know the, the the sky is very full of air this new moon makes a beautiful trine to the asteroid vesta which is around um the hearth fire and the sacred devotions that you have like and sacrifice what you will sacrifice again that connects into that discipline doesn't it so asking you know and this trine actually vesta um at the time of the new moon is actually in the third house in gemini so we've got a lot of this speaking writing singing you know use the use the sacred smoke to clear and to really open up um open up and 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 call on the winged messengers to call on the bird song to call on the winged ones the fae yeah and so like really tuning into the earth and and using air as the element that we do that with now again if that this is too much for you if it feels too like electric and staticky and and too cerebral you know feet and feet and you know feet and hands in the earth my friends you know cover yourself in dirt and mud go for a swim i'm about to go and have a float for an hour in a magnesium bath you know i do floats pretty regularly but you know i haven't had a float for a couple of months and so i you know i'm going on a friday night float with one of my besties um and so you know um, we're in separate tanks because i like to be in my own tank by myself like um you know i know couples do floats together but me and joel are just like we couldn't we we would be making love the entire time so there's just no point we can do that at home we don't need to um have sex in a public um (laughs) in a public float tank with magnesium um yeah we couldn't help ourselves it's just too too it'd be too hard to do it'd be too hard that's what she said anyway that's an office joke um so and if you're cool like me you love the office um um yeah so so i'm going for a float tonight so do something that really nourishes you as well over the next few days yeah um yeah so so this trying to vesta is really beautiful you know i've written here this is a time to put in some new devotions some new disciplines cleanse your home cleanse your space with sacred smoke sing chant write out what is impossible write your dreams write your goals like an air moon you want to utilize the air elements sing it chant it think don't just think it ink it you know get it down on paper speak about it communicate about it talk about it you know this is this is the magic of this this new moon and the fact that you know like i said it's connected to uh the north node and the south node i mean there's there's a lot of magic here to be had with this one loves um but yeah writing the impossible so writing your dreams or your goals um so that you can see them and and what's possible you know what's impossible and what's possible yeah it's just it's it's electric times i'm feeling electrified i'm feeling so fired up um you know be very mindful like i said um over the 13th 14th even from the 13th through uh over that next week i'll be back in next week to give another update but be mindful mars is a malefic he's moving into aquarius which i love you know i love mars in aquarius it's a really great space to to take action on 
um, unique things that you've been thinking about, right? Like because Mars will, Mars is our planet of drive and initiation and, and energy and power and, you know, the way we fight and the way we fuck, you know, like this is, this is the thing, you know, he, he is, we need Mars. And in cerebral fixed air Aquarius, it's like, he starts to think outside of the box and he takes some different steps to get into the direction that he needs to. And so if you've been having a lot of stuff percolating because hello, Jupiter and Uranus, they're both in Taurus, they're building to this conjunction that's coming up in April. You know, this is a really rich time. Like honestly, this first few months of the year, which I talked about in the first podcast of the year, the first episode, but like there is some really incredible things that we are being gifted at the beginning of this year, you know, gifted with these magical alignments. But, you know, Mars, Mars is, you know, whatever's been landing for you and if it feels a little bit quirky or whatever or, you know, even me doing this Atlantis masterclass, like I didn't even plan on doing something like that and it's all been streaming through me and I'm just like, right, I'm going to do this and it's only going to be for certain people. Other people, you know, like I always say, like as usual, I'm going to share something that, you know, in five years will become popular and cool um, and everyone will think I'm crazy for a while and that's okay. But the people that can already feel this stuff in their bones, they will come to the class. You know, they want to know where Atlantis is in their own chart. They want to know what Pluto's doing and how he's transforming. And then this, this next sort of stage with Neptune. So, you know, I've got a few things to talk about. Um, you know, it'll be a couple of hours, of course, but, you know, Mars and Aquarius in general, really, really, you know, innovative, you know, like new solutions for old problems, taking steps in new directions and having the courage to do that. Yeah. I really, really like Mars in Aquarius. However, the first week that he's in Aquarius, he is hitting Pluto and, you know, there is a really big imprint on, you know, this can bring up volcanic anger. You know, you've got to watch traveling. You've got to watch your projections, your expectations, um, you know, it can be quite a violent transit with Pluto and um, Mars, you know, it can be disruptive, it can be intense, it can be obsessive, you know, it can be all of those things, but it doesn't have to be. It depends, A, what it's, what it's doing in your own chart. It could be really sexy for you. It could make you really obsessed with creating something really great and like all of a sudden, like you have energy. But And that is what Mars and Pluto are together too, is a lot of energy. So you channel that energy wisely and obviously it's Valentine's Day, so that wisely might be in the bed it might be something very sexy um but you might even just be able to channel it you know really well like maybe you go for a run or you really just do like a good cardio workout like you know mars wants you to get in your body and whilst he's in fixed air you know it's a very cerebral time and remember by the end of next week you know we've got a shift you know, we've got 50 percent of the sky in aquarius you know there's a lot of air in the in the you know there's a lot of wind it's windy out there it's bloody windy Okay, so stay grounded, stay focused, you know, do things that nourish you, do things that nurture you, yeah, enjoy this new moon, yeah, don't just, you know, think big, this is a visionary time, this is about tapping into this genius that you have within, which we all have within, so I hope you have the most beautiful new moon weekend really nourishing for yourself and you feel the most exciting edge electricity eccentricity and you feel the buzz i mean i don't know about you but i can feel the buzz and it is exciting so drink it in let that friggin empower you to make new decisions to choose a different reality 
Yeah, like this is your chance to choose a different reality. You can choose to stay in the past. You can choose to keep rewriting the same old stories or you can choose something really different because energetically, as above, so below, we are being supported times a gazillion. Like that's how strong we are being supported right now. So if you do, and if you, especially if you've been doing the work and you're choosing a new reality, you are just like getting the boost. And if you're still into choosing the old stuff because you can't move through it, you know, take small steps, be gentle with yourself. Choosing a new reality takes time. This is about consistency, showing up. Remember, becoming the disciple of the devotion that you choose, discipline. I love that Vesta is involved here, Vesta. Just think about that sacred, you know, how are you stoking the sacred fires within changing the narrative you know gemini again air sign changing the stories breaking the loops breaking the circuits it's very 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 exciting so i wish you well i hope you have an amazing week and i will be in your ears next week darlings so much love Mwah.